What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Through My Eyes podcast. I'm your host, Nick. And today, today, ladies and gentlemen, we have finally hit the end of the NBA regular season, which means the playing tournament and the playoffs are in full swing. Speaking of full swing, the playing tournament starts today. First game is the Minnesota Timberwolves versus the Los Angeles Clippers. Actually, my bad. The first game is actually Cleveland versus Brooklyn at 7 p.m. Next game is the Clippers versus Wolves at 9.30 p.m. And before I get into those games, I'm going to do a quick recap on the 2021 2022 regular season. If you guys didn't really watch this season, if you weren't in tune with basketball as much as you usually are, let me give you a quick synopsis of what happened this season. There was a lot of expectations set for some powerhouse teams at the beginning of the season. Just to name a few, the Lakers, the Nets. Miami, Golden State, Utah. But none of those teams met expectations. Actually, they fell below expectations, especially the Los Angeles Lakers. But there's a bright side to this. Teams, some teams, exceeded expectations. Teams like the Phoenix Suns, who won 64 games this year and only lost 18 times, clinching a playoff spot and clinching the first seed. Another West team, the Memphis Grizzlies, who won 56 games this year and are and lost only 26 and are 20 in 3 without John Moran in the lineup. Yeah, you heard that right. 20 in 3. <laughs> They're so talented from 1 to 13, 1 to 15. They have guys like Jaron Jackson, Desmond Bain is a potential most improved player. Last year, he was averaging nine points. This year, he's averaging 18 points, shooting over 40% from field goal range, shooting over 35% from three-point range. They have guys like Brandon Clark, D'Anthony Melton, Tyus Jones coming off the bench. And you can't forget about the big man in the middle, Steven Adams. Excuse me. And his partner at the four spot. Excuse me. Again, <laughs> Jaron Jackson, the fourth. I don't know why I said Jaron Jackson the fourth. Jaron Jackson Jr., who is a talented four, talented stretch four, who can shoot the three, is one of the league's best paint defenders, and he can guard the perimeter as well. The Memphis Grizzlies have completely exceeded expectations this year and could potentially go really far in this year's playoffs. Let me just wait for those sirens to pass by.
All right, they're pretty much gone, those sirens. Now let's get back into the podcast. Um, yeah, the Memphis Grizzlies exceeded expectations this year. And another team that ex- exceeded expectations, the Dallas Mavericks. They won 52 games this year, only 30 losses. They're 14-2 and in their division, 29-12 and at home. Obviously, we know Luka is one of the league's best scorers, best facilitators. The trade that sent Porzingis to Washington and brought over Spencer Dinwiddie worked wonders for them. Completely proved me wrong. I thought that trade was stupid at the time. I know the Porzingis and Luka fit didn't work, but I didn't think Spencer Dinwiddie was the right option just because in the playoffs... We typically see the Dallas Mavericks turn it into the Lucas show, but this is they have a new head coach now and Jason Kidd, who has completely changed the mindset and offensive schemes of the Dallas Mavericks. So that's a they're a completely different team now, and they can potentially make some noise in the playoffs. And um, another team that ex- exceeded expectations on the Eastern Conference side of things is the Toronto Raptors. The team that rarely misses the playoffs. They won 48 games this year, only lost 34. In their conference, they're 30 and 22. In their division, they're 10 and six. Pascal Siakam is one of the league's most underrated superstars. Averaging over 20 points, nine rebounds, over three assists. They also have Gary Trent Jr., who's a potential most improved player. I've, I've been talking about him a lot this year. Chris Boucher. Can't forget about Fred Van Fleet, who got an all-star nod this year. The Toronto Raptors are a very talented, deep squad that can give any team headaches and potentially a loss in the first round. Right now, it's going to be Miami, I mean, Toronto versus Philly in the first round. And personally, I don't see Toronto beating Philly. But the one thing Toronto does right is play, it does right and play to an extreme level is inside defense. And that's what Philly does. They play inside. They play inside through, through Joel Embiid. And a couple nights ago, we saw Toronto expose that. And form a comeback against the Philadelphia 76ers and end up taking the dub because of that inside defense that completely threw Joel Embiid out the game. And if James Harden doesn't step up his game in the playoffs, we might see the Toronto Raptors knock out the Philadelphia 76ers. And that's if they play their inside defense at an elite elite level and it slows down Joel Embiid. And they're going to slow down Joel Embiid for a couple games just because of the length they have and the size. But if James Harden plays at an elite level, then it's going to be easier for Philly. It's just going to be. And also if Tobias Harris finds his... He finds himself in their offense. Sorry, I was trying to figure out a word to say. He finds himself in their offense because as of right now, he hasn't really acclimated himself into their system with the new addition of James Harden. He just doesn't seem as connected to the um, their offensive schemes. And to get into the play-in tournament, 
get into the playing games tonight. Cleveland versus uh, Brooklyn Nets. I believe Brooklyn is going to come out with the dub just because they're offensive firepower with KD and Kyrie. But if K-Love does what he did a couple nights ago, dropping 35 points in 15 minutes, then Cavaliers can easily take the dub. They have a very talented bench, very talented starting lineup. They do not have Jared Allen in the starting lineup. He is another all-star for them. They only have Jadarius Garland. He's their only all-star at the moment, but they still have a very talented, deep team. And they could cause some fits for the Nets, but I think the Nets are going to pull together and end up taking the dub over the Cleveland Cavaliers. And the second game, Clippers versus Wolves. I think the Wolves are going to take the dub for this one just because Cat has had such an amazing season. Pat Bev knows the offensive schemes for the Los Angeles Clippers. He played for that team for a, for a couple seasons. He knows what they do on offense. He knows what they do on defense, even though it's not Doc Rivers coaching the team. It's a similar similar schemes are being set on offense and on defense. So I believe Pat Bev will give the Clippers fits in that aspect and in those things in in those things. I believe Pat Bev will give the Clippers fits in those situations. And in turn will let Anthony Edwards and Cronty Towns just go off on offense. Alright y'all, that is my podcast for today. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Deuces.